Imagine how many people would never get the chance to leave their country, let alone their neighborhood. And, you know, don't have these different people talking to them with different points of views. Um, don't understand there's people out there that want to help. This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. Hey, are you interested in being on Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham? Well, the link is in the show notes. And now here's your host. Blair Durham. It's the 118th edition of Black Wall Street Today. I'm your guest host, Brian Owens. Excited to share with you. Now, it's time for our very first guest, uh, Miss C. Nicole. C. Nicole. Hi, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Uh, C. Nicole is a singer-songwriter, television producer, non-profit founder, creative group, and publishing house owner. The Rain, Africa, is her first children's book, influenced by the need to have more historical books about African ethnic groups for the youth available, especially for children of African descent. She is also the author of American Presidential Parties, their relevance to people of African descent. Steve Nicole is a graduate of the University of Houston, having received a BA in marketing and minors in journalism and European studies, which included studying abroad in Europe and Africa. Wow. She cites herself as being a citizen of the world with 90 plus countries under her belt before 30 years of age but makes Dallas, Texas, USA her home base. She's an advocate for Pan-Africanism, uniting all people of African descent, and she is the founder of the nonprofit Pan-African Think Tank. You can find out more, donate, and shop apparel at panafricantt.org. I'd like to welcome C. Nicole. Welcome to Black Wall Street today. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to have you here. Uh, you have such an exciting background. Uh, did I pick up on everything that the listeners need to know about you for the intro? Hey, that's my whole life story. <laughs> well, let's just dive right into it. And let me ask you, what made you write The Rain Africa? Yeah, so, um, you know, as you mentioned, I've just traveled around the world so much. And, you know, I came into contact with children who, you know, didn't know about their ancestry, don't know where, how, you know, where Africa even is on the map. And so um, you can't, you know, try to progress as a people if you don't know your history, even you know where you come from. Um, so just wanting to educate the youth um, about their history that goes, you know, you know, they talk about history in school after slavery, but not about the history before slavery. Um, so, yeah, just wanted to educate the youth. <laughs> that's that's awesome. That's also uh, one of my passions as well. Uh, with it being Black History Month, can you also tell us and the listeners a little bit about the nonprofit you founded, Pan-African Think Tank? 
Yes, so Pan African Think Tank was founded to bridge the gap between Africa and the African diaspora through collective means, you know, to um, advocate. Basically, um, traveling a lot, um, a lot of people of African descent all around the world tend to think that we don't have the same problems, <laughs> but we really do. And so just trying to bring everyone together to see how we can combat those problems as one. Awesome. Now, you have a lot of traveling uh, under your belt. I think we, we read 90 plus countries. Uh, can you tell us how traveling and getting that world perspective really helped shape your perspective to what you bring to media and literary communities? Yeah, so being able to travel, you're able to have more empathy. You're able to put yourself in other people's shoes. You're able to tell their stories because it's not just um, another story you read, right? So you were actually there with them, learning about it with them. Um, so it just allows me to see things from a different perspective and to um, try to talk about things without bias um, because obviously my life isn't the same as everyone else's life and vice versa. So that's how travel helped shape a lot of, um, you know, the literary and media things. Can you tell us some of the things that uh, the think tank is doing to help implement some of your goals? Yes. Yeah, so we're in the first phase and the first phase includes us doing the research. Um, a lot of the think tanks that we know of, they actually just pull from papers that they find, you know, via the internet or library and things like that. And we don't. We actually um, are on the ground, um, you know, collecting the research for ourselves in the communities with the people. So, so far, we've been to seven countries to have our forms to gather this information. And so five have been on the continent of Africa. One has one was in Brazil, so South America, and then one in North America. And then in April, I'm going back out um, to have five more forms on the continent of Africa. So um, right now we're in the gathering of the research. We feel that in order to actually like solve the problems, you have to have a plan. We don't we don't just want to talk about it. We actually want to see how we can re do it realistically. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a big fan of realistic problem solving and very practical answers. Um, so I, I definitely appreciate that. Can you uh, talk about some of the goals, what you hope to achieve and where you see uh, this think tank maybe in one, two years? Yeah, so right now COVID has slowed our travel down. Um, a lot of places that Americans can't enter or it's just super hard to do right now. So um, we hope to have all the forms done by the end of 2023. Um, we still have to go to Oceania, which is not allowing us in right now. So just waiting on that. And then also after we have all the forms, we're going to bring together the leaders of all the organizations into one spot and actually have a Pan-African Think Tank convention, kind of paying homage to the Pan-African Congress. So where we can sit down, hone in on the top 10 issues, the hopes of working on the top three within this generation with it continuing on, because obviously this is, this is, this goes beyond us, you know, we'll be dead and gone before we finish all of these, but we just want to continue it, you know, for the next generations. Um, and then after that, we hope to have Pan-African think tank youth centers in these places that um, we have, we have organizations that we partner with because we've learned that a lot of the times we are just lacking the knowledge we have the people, we have the willpower, we just don't have the knowledge. There's a lot of youth unemployment. So just getting them the skills that they need to, um, you know, be entrepreneurs and have their own jobs and, you know, help others within the community as well. So um, we're definitely big fans of entrepreneurship and education. Yeah, and those are 
those are exciting goals. I would love to see uh, those type of youth centers uh, be put up. Do you think that your skills uh, that you developed at the University of Houston, uh, marketing and journalism, do you feel like those help in what you're doing today? Or is this just more a raw, unrefined passion thing driving you? Yeah, I think I actually learned more after I graduated college Um, because, you know, you don't really get like real life things. You're basically reading from the book and what the teachers tells you. Um, So did I learn journalism there? Of course. And I can say that, you know, learning the different tactics of writing did help me in the form of like writing books and such. But as far as um, doing what I do at Pan-African Think Tank, really, it, it was formed out of failure. Basically, I had understood that so many youth did not know where they came from, you come from. And I asked my nephew after one of my trips, he was six years old at the time, you know, does he know his ancestry? Does he know where he comes from? And, you know, he didn't know. And I'm like, man, I'm his aunt with all this knowledge. And he doesn't even know. So imagine, you know, how many people out there don't know. Imagine how many people will never get the chance to leave their country, let alone their neighborhood. And, you know, don't have these different people talking to them with different points of views. Um, Don't understand there's people out there that want to help. Don't understand that the misconceptions you see in the media with the diaspora versus Africans, there's there's even a big gap there. And so going over there, even to have those forums, um, they've learned so much about the diaspora and I've learned so much about them. So we can break down those misconceptions and um, what the media portray us as. So. You know, it's just really trying to undo <laughs> and to say like systematic racism and colonialism um, to try to get us to get on the same page. So um, I would definitely say it's just me learning after college and doing the traveling on my own helped me um, formulate all these ideals and just want to um, work towards making it you know better for us. Now, uh, a bunch of our listeners uh, are also in to the same goals that you are, but undoing systemic racism is untying a 400, 500 year knot. It can be very demotivating. It's a very long road. What advice do you have for people who aspire to do things like you and continue to help the community, even though it seems like an overwhelming task? Um, I feel like you just, my advice would be just to Form your own path, like carve out your own niche, right? So my niche is I'm not worried about what um, what whites have done. My, my concern is getting us to become a family, right? I'm not worried about the outside influence. I'm just focusing on us and what we can do so then we can be strong enough to fight against it or build our own um, things. You know, things that Malcolm had in mind, you know, Marcus Garvey. So um, I would say don't look at everybody else. Um, I would say to have a positive mindset. Don't worry about what's not happening right now. This will benefit future generations. Um, you, you want your future generations to be better. Um, I would say to keep pushing. I would say to get sleep, stay healthy because you can't do this if you're not healthy. I will also say to make sure that you have people who want to see you succeed. Um, as we know, Judas and the Black Messiah just came out a great story about Fred Hampton. Make sure you have people who actually are there for you and not trying to break you down. Um, <laughs> vet everyone around you. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, those are things that I would I would those are the uh, pieces of advice that I would give. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. And uh, lastly, I want to circle back to this book, The Rain Africa. Now, you already uh, let us know why you wrote this book and what you expect. But I'd like to know after a young person reads this book, what is what is your vision? What is your dream that they will take this information and do what? If you are a young person not of African descent, I want you to take from it that Africa is more than what they show on TV, that Africa has a rich culture. If you are of African descent, I want you to have pride. If you don't have it already, gain more pride. I want you to um, be proud of your heritage. I want you to go out there and represent Africa in a positive way. Be inspired by these stories and push us forward. That is that is so awesome. Um, thank you so much for sharing your time. I really would like all of our listeners to know where they can follow up with you personally, because as you stated earlier, one of the main goals is for us to become a family, focus on ourselves and the positivity. So if somebody wants to donate, if somebody just wants to reach out with you and say, hey, I also have the same goals. I also have the same dreams and vision. How can I help you? How can I help the movement? Where can they find you? And also tell them what they can do to help once they've contacted you. Yes. So you can find us on social media at TT. Also, panafricantt.org directly. And um, what you can do to help us, you can donate. Um, you can donate directly at panafricantt.org. If you don't want to donate, you can shop apparel. We have a ton of fashionable apparel. This is one of our sweaters to so just represent, you know, what we do. We also would love for you to spread the word. Also, if you're doing something similar to us, please reach out in our contact form. We would love to be a part of it. We would love to help as well. And if you want to contact me personally, you can reach me on all socials at Miss C. Nicole. So that's M-S-C-N-I-C-H-O-L-E. And I'm always around. I'm always answering DMs, whatever, you know, you need from me. I'm available. Um, and if you want to know more about the book, you can go to panafricanpublishing.com. You can buy it there or buy it at all your major retailers like Barnes & Nobles, Amazon, Walmart, wherever you shop. Thank you. Thank you so much uh, for sharing your time with us again. That was C. Nicole. Are you a 757 business owner? Do you desire to make new connections and grow your community involvement? Could you benefit from taking classes to sharpen your skills? Well, join Black Brand, Hampton Roads Regional Black Chamber of Commerce. Completing a membership application is simple. Just click onto our website at www.blackbrand.biz or download the app. We look forward to meeting and building with you soon. This show is brought to you by Positive Vibes Incorporated, our consulting services. We do credit fixes, tax resolution, we lend private money to real estate investors, and we do debt consolidations. Basically, we put money in your pocket when you need money. We put money in your pocket when you need money. 757-932-0177. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week.
I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community, not a particular political party. Phenomenal. Hey, yo, when I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black Wall Street. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. Black Wall Street, Black Wall Street. Phenomenal.